Hey, everybody! It is Yasser! I forgot my line. I'm just kidding. It's Isaiah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are from my brother Sneaker, and we've got a little announcement. We are teaming up with a podcast app called Spoke to give you three exclusive uh, episodes. Uh, Spoke is a new audio platform made by SiriusXM that creates podcast playlists to help you find new shows to listen to. The Spoke team handpicks the best moment from a ton of podcasts and creates playlist clips from a bunch of shows. And you can just search and try them out and find anything that you love. For instance... Oh, yeah. There's a playlist on there uh, called Slice of Life, which is all about like crazy and incredible things that happen to everyday people. Like, I just learned this, bro. I just learned some people pay their bills on time, dog. Oh, is that a thing? Dog, people will have a bill due date, and they will pay that bill before then. That's crazy to me. Before then. You know what else is crazy? What? Spook also has a, a lot of fun, exclusive content from Feral Audio. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, like our tournament episodes are going to be, oh, like, yeah. you know, there's going to be stuff like Sleep With Me, a lot of our, our other great shows here at Feral. You don't want to miss it. Yep. Download Spoke now. It's free in the App Store or on Google Play. And be sure to check out all of my brother's sneakers exclusive Spoke episodes at hearspoke.com slash my brother's sneakers. Model boys, cute boys, round butt boys all day. Corrections and amendments from our last episode. Underdog kept his vitamin in a ring, not a belt, as Wayne misremembered. When Underdog was syndicated in the 80s and 90s, they edited out the part showing him taking his vitamin pill because they believe it glorified drug use. On December 15, 1944, while traveling to Paris for a Christmas concert to entertain the troops, Glenn Miller's aircraft disappeared in bad weather over the English Channel. His body was never recovered. The song The Crying Game was first recorded in 1964 and then most famously in 1992 by Boy George. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Human Conversation with Aaron McGassey and Wayne Fetterman. Welcome to Human Conversation. This is Wayne Fetterman. I am presenting Wayne Fetterman. I'm not doing a joke about me being you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, it's nice to be here. We are. uh, I know you're a little under the weather. Is that what's what's happening? (laughs) I have not slept since. Yeah. A while ago, I did not sleep last night. At all. At all. At all. Did you sleep at all this morning? No. I my husband had a um a, a biopsy surgery Oy. this morning at five a.m. and him and I usually stay up pretty late anyway. What's pretty late? I don't know what that. Two thirty three. And you're both up together watching yeah. stuff. Or... Um, just like yeah, watching yeah. stuff, hanging out, working on our computers. Now I know some people like they don't go to sleep; they just kind of crash. Are mm. you that type? Or are you like, ah, I get ready, I have a ritual, the lights go down, wash my face. I I um I'm I'm more I'm more that person. You are. Yeah, that washes my face and stuff. But I I prefer I guess I prefer to fall asleep while I'm doing something else, like listening to something or Right. I'm always kind of afraid of falling asleep. I don't know what that means. Like uh, you know Like when you're driving? 
<laughs> when I you're in a podcast, yeah. when you're doing a podcast with me, because well, you're I, too exhausted. <laughs> no, I just you know at the end of the day, I the, the idea of like going into darkness and and dying essentially scares me. And then in the morning, I don't I don't want to wake up. I think we've talked about this before. But anyway, I have not slept. Yeah, we, there was a we reached a, a point last night at around or I did around two thirty three where I was like ah. Gonna be up. What time in do you have? To, when, when were wheels up? When were you hitting the road? Uh, four thirty. Oh, okay. So it was just another hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. We went down to the car. The car was dead, so we had to call an Uber. And I had a moment where I was like, "Well, now no one's driving him to the hospital." But, but of course, I. I mean, not really. That's not sincere. I was always going to go with him, but we, we went together. He had a surgery. We got in a in a in a big fight. Things are great, and now I'm in a, I'm yep, in a total sound, daze. Yep, they sound great. You sound <laughs> very was, chipper and great. Yeah, there was a big misunderstanding. Have you been to a hospital? I have been to a hospital, although uh, I will say this. I've never spent the night in a hospital. Mm. I mean, I remember we talked once about when I had to get stitches with that roller skating accident. Yes. But that's the, the, <laughs> that's the last time I was in a, an emergency room. Which, by the way, um, if... We've we've made no requests for fan art, but if someone wanted to do a drawing or an illustration of Wayne, um, it, it's uh, in getting in that uh, in that. Well, action. here's the thing: is that I don't even know if that because sometimes here's a little inside baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we sh- we release our episodes not chronologically. Well, let's just say it: we release our episodes non chronologically. Right, we so recorded a bunch at once. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so I don't even know if that one is dropped. Well, if that's it, the question, but that's the thing. If you're a true listener and you've heard it already, you can draw it. And if not, not. keep on listening. You'll hear it eventually. It's yeah, be good. sure. That's going to make a lot of people <laughs> subscribe. Um, it's a great story. Uh, I think we've. T- I think it's been covered, but. Um, yeah, so we, we, we went to the hospital. We went to Cedar sinai which is a really nice hospital. One of the best in the yeah, country. it's amazing, and I didn't realize A lot that... of famous people are born and die there. Excuse me, die there. A lot of famous people die there. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Just last night, That they... was something I was joking about. What do you mean? <laughs> that it's... With, with Dan, I was trying to list all the celebrities that I knew that had died at the- If I'm not mistaken, Frank Sinatra died there. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. Which and they just had a documentary which I watched a little of last night. I was also up very late. Uh oh. I know you don't care about me because you have a <laughs> biopsed husband that needs to be taken care of. I still care about your Thank your you. wild and crazy documentary nights. No, it was not just that, but that was I watched part of the Sinatra documentary called All or Nothing at All. Oh. That's the song from nineteen thirty nine. But go ahead. Go ahead. Um yeah, so I, I, I realized I was doing. I've just realized now, and I have not had this conversation with Dan yet because we left, Uh-oh. we we left things on in in a, still in still in a fight, but um, I, I have a I I don't like it when people say that they don't like hospitals. I have a thing with hospitals. I think no no one likes hospitals. You're saying it's just a given. No one's like, ah, I love going there. Right, and then I have a thing with myself where I was like, "There's got to be some people, maybe even some of our discreet listeners, yeah, that are well, like, here's... I like the smell of it. Oh, I like enjoy... the efficiency mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I like the. Yeah, I know it's there is kind of a weird 
cleanliness to the good ones. Yeah. Like everything's like spanking clean. Totally. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I can I, see how somebody would like that. Absolutely. Obviously, I, most people are frightened of not leaving the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I really I learned a lot about myself this morning in between 5 a.m. and about an hour ago. Yeah, because I was when I was going into the hospital, I had the thought like, Ugh, I don't like hospitals. Like my my mom died of cancer. I had to go to the hospital all the time. But then right. I said, but then I had another voice that was like, "Come on, no one likes hospitals. Like you're not special because your mom died of cancer. Like chill out. Like w- w- shut up. It's a hospital. Like it's great. Look how great all these doctors are. They're so great." <laughs> so I, it sounds like you had more like an epiphany. Yeah, but I but more of like an internal struggle. But then when it was coming out, the way that the way that uh, the, that it affected my interaction with my husband, which resulted in this fight and misunderstanding, is that he was he he was getting like a routine thing, like a, like a biopsy of something in his throat to rule out him having right something serious. And right. spoilers, he doesn't have anything serious. They were able they to already tell know. that quick. Yeah. Or, yeah, wow. So it's great. Instant biopsy. Instant biopsy. Yeah. Also, the name of my tool cover band. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I saw them. I yeah. saw them down at. Uh, <laughs> They're all right. Hotel Cafe. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> trying to think of a music venue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That instant biopsy would play Hotel Cafe. Um, oh God, the 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 litany of ex boyfriends that have dragged me to their shitty shows at Hotel Cafe. Um, oh no. Yeah. Do you anyway. always, do you always do you get on the list usually or do you? I haven't gotten it in a while, but yeah. Li- uh, yeah. Have I you ever paid? No. I like that place because it's not a hotel nor a cafe. Mm, thank you, Seinfeld. <laughs> um, Grape nuts. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's um, the origin of that yeah. line of thought. Um, I, uh, yeah, so Dan was complaining about the doctor's and there, there were like a list of things where he was, where he was like, ah, like I feel, feel like this just feels like the DMV. And my response to that was, was like, no, it doesn't. This is this place feels great. It feels wonderful. Like it's so efficient and everybody's so kind. And he's like, yeah. okay. And then, and then he made a comment about like the nurses telling him the same information or something about like them not being clear, but them repeating themselves. Right. And I was like, I think that they're doing a great job, and we're lucky that we have these re- like because I was terrified. But, so you went overboard. That his- yeah. And the way it read to him was that he wasn't allowed to feel the way he was feeling, which was annoyed. And I was he was getting I was taking the side. You were negating. Of the, yeah, yes. Yeah. And I was just like being a contrarian. But I was terrified. And then when he it, it got heightened by this. weird, They have these volunteers at the hospital, which are so nice. Who. Jeez. What? Go ahead. <laughs> Story. <laughs> so, so they have these volunteers yes. that go that when your loved one is ready to receive visitors, they go and they get you from the waiting room and they escort you to the room. And they're supposed to be like, like help, like nice people that comfort you in your time of need. And they were perfectly nice, but there was. The first time that I went in there, I went in a little too soon because Dan was still kind of under anesthesia and he still had like all the yellow surgery Mm -hmm. stuff on him and he was sitting in the hospital bed and I thought I was 
going to be totally fine. But then the second that I saw him like that, I immediately was, I don't know, it triggered something. It triggered like seeing my mom in a hospital bed. And I okay. just immediately was, was freaking out. And he was saying, um, uh, I think they had a fight. They had a fight during the surgery. There was a fight. Something went wrong. And I, and I said, no, no, nothing went wrong. Nothing went wrong. And, and he was clearly like still under. So I said, well, he needs to rest. He needs to rest. And I think it kind of scared me. So I excused myself and I left. And then that somehow translated to the volunteers telling the nurses and the doctors, oh, his wife does not want to be in here with him. Oh, I see. And so that happened. And then they came out and got me again. And they brought me back inside. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. He was a little more with it. And I was sitting there. And I was feeling this way. And I, the last thing I wanted to do was say, hey, I think I'm freaking out because I, I this is reminding me of my right. mom. But I didn't want to make it about me. But I think that even made it worse because he was like, why are you right. acting this way? So anyway, that's what happened and i went and i i uh we he yeah so so there's there's uh there that's you know married life things happen you there are misunderstandings right of course yeah because no one gets a biopsy if they're single (laughs) is that your your point (laughs) no i'm talking about the argument oh the argument yeah, what I'm saying is it's gonna it's gonna be fine because we had this argument and we parted ways because I had to go and pick up his prescription. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were arguing a lot over text, but I know things are. I mean, things are still fine. We're still like talking about the dogs and the business of the day. But sorry well, that took so long. No, 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 no. I just I was trying to tangent it, but you were not having any of it. So just <laughs> no, like no, tell we... your story. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I, I was, I was trying, I was just trying to get through it. God, I'm, I'm fucking up all over the place today. And I said, and I cursed. I'm sorry. No, you don't. Look, the one thing I don't want. Apologies. There's a, there's, well, I do like apologies. But the, <laughs> you like apologies. One of the things, <laughs> one of the things I do want is, of course, like you to be you. I don't want you not to swear around me just because I tend not to, although I've sworn a couple times on this cast of pod, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Oh, I haven't okay. noticed. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, so, well, I'm glad you had a, uh, you were able to get through that. <laughs> oh, what, you're so, why are you so sad? No, I'm not sad. I'm not sad. I'm not sad. Um, I'm sorry I talked about something so serious. On no, it podcast. was good. It was like, it, that was life. That was life. I'm glad that you're, well, anyway, I'm glad that you're through it. And When you hear, like, people in, really like, long-term relationships or people who are married talk about arguments and stuff, does it, how does that make you, does that affect your, like, opinion of marriage? Does that make you feel happy? No, because I've, I've been in a long-term relationship, so I kind of mm-hmm. know what it is. But I was very lucky in that I really never, never really argued with the girl I was with for 10 years like we had a we were really like very we're very cautious about escalating anything to that Mm. like immediately we were like we didn't want it because i just feel like it you i don't know for some reason it's hard for me to like be really mad and then like Mm -hmm. 10 minutes later like i was so hilarious when i was mad like i think i hold on to it a little too long Mm. and then it gets it's like a diamond yeah, it's like a beautiful diamond that I can sell, <laughs> and then I make some money, and it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne's, Wayne's anger diamonds. <laughs> Little diamonds of, of Wayne. 
I see you. You brought a. You brought. I brought a hat? you a gift. I brought you a uh, a green hat. <laughs> I, this is the first time I've ever brought anything to the podcast. You're usually the one with the candles and the mm-hmm. cheese. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else you brought. Uh, there's some stuff today. I see yeah, over there. Yeah. Um, but this is a St. Patrick's Day hat. I'm presenting it to you. Thank you so much. It's uh, where is this from? Obviously, Scotland. <laughs> I mean, did you find it in a gutter somewhere, or no? Is it, was, it from uh, a? Did there was, you? There was like a St. Party, St. Patrick's Day thing in a bar, and they oh, had yeah. that. They oh, had yeah. them, and I took one. I was like, you know, who may like this, and, and then throw it out. Karen. <laughs> Um, let no, me tell you the I, problem. Keep, I keep a lot of garbage. Let me tell you what the problem with that hat is. Hmm. Is my head is way too big. Hmm. I, get my, I just have one of those heads that it's just like, yeah, I can't. That means that you're going to be a star. No, no. Yeah, well, that's the most patronizing, horrible thing to say to somebody. Really? <laughs> yes. That doesn't mean that at all. I always heard that, and I have a small head, so I was, so I always was was worried that I would never be a star because no. only big-headed people become stars. I mean, there is a little bit. There is a little bit of a truth to that. Mm-hmm. There is a you little. You look better bit. on camera. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't mean it just means you're eligible for stardom. It doesn't mean you're going to be a star. <laughs> oh, that is a great name for your memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> eligible for stardom. I was star eligible. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it means anything other than that. You can use that. I bought basketball shoes today. You did. You're not going to wear the Converse. I'm not going to wear the Converse. I'm now you know I've been playing basketball in Converse my whole life. Yeah, and had one sprained ankle. That's going out to the Converse people, who if they want to sponsor me or this show, mm. would be great. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lifetime con- and uh, you know they they were basketball shoes back in the day. Yeah, no, I I could still still wear them. What'd you get? I got um, Air Jordans, oh. <laughs> which is going to be so. So how much? How for much? those of you who don't know, how much? Um, I got them for a hundred dollars. One hundred American dollars. I just lied. One hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing because I'm so just bad at basketball. Just... I don't deserve one hundred and fifty dollars shoes for something I'm terrible at. That'd be like me buying gloves for. Uh, come on, McGathy. Fixing cars. Um. <laughs> Close for fixing cars. I'm, t- I'm tired. No, of I'm course. Tired. You're exhausted. You just had a biopsy trauma. <laughs> and then a flashback to your mom's cancer. This uh, is a this lots- is exactly Dan's point, is that I that I made it all about me. But I didn't mean to make it all about me, but I did. Well, you did earlier on the podcast, so yes. I totally know what he's talking about. <laughs> but I would never yell at you. You should I just get quiet. I get quiet. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, all right, she's going to talk. <laughs> Um, my, uh, so um, the basketball team, I am captain and you are a coach of a very spirited, uh, women's basketball team called the Lisa's first game next Tuesday. But, but when I saw the schedule, it said Lisa Franks. What does that mean? Yeah. That's because. Is that a mistake? Well, it's not a mistake. I, when I first submitted the team, I called us the Lisa Franks, but then I changed it to the Lisas, and the schedule doesn't reflect the change, but we're still the Lisas. Lisa mm-hmm. Frank is the artist that our, all of our artwork is kind of. Oh, okay, off. okay, yeah. I know. I know who yeah. that is. And you're going to be very disappointed to hear uh, we have t shirts and I saw foam those. fingers. <laughs> And magnets with our schedule on them and a banner. <laughs> you know what we don't have? 
skills. Basketball skills. <laughs> Besides that. Um, how, how am I doing as a basketball player? Well, it's... <laughs> this is going to be tricky. Because <laughs> um, no, I want to be encouraging. I want to be encouraging. You're doing okay. You're doing okay. It's like the, basketball is one of those things. It's all about repetition and then experience. Yeah. So until you're in the game and I see how you compete, because sometimes people don't have a lot of skills, but they have a lot of moxie. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a lot of, uh, they're scrappy and competitive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that, or and they're tenacious and mm-hmm. all of those things count in basketball. You can make, you can be, you can really help your team quite a bit if you're smart and tenacious in basketball. Okay. Especially on defense. All right. Yeah, I think that'll be that'll be my thing. I don't smart. I don't know. Right. In the but, moment. But you're gonna see. You're gonna see how the game works. But it's like it's hard because the, there's so many levels of skills mm-hmm. from like one girl who barely knows what basketball is. She was just like, I don't know what offense and defense is. Right. I was like, okay, now we're <laughs> like doesn't even know the game. Doesn't even to a couple who played in high school. That are hopefully will be on the court quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 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 excited about the whole culture of everything. Yeah. I'm already thinking about like playing cards and and you know we're gonna be lighting candles and setting intentions. Do your thing. Do your whole thing. Do your whole thing. It's gonna be a whole thing. I'm very I'm very excited and. Now, did and you watch? Nervous. One of my rules was to watch some of the NCAA tournament. You know, tonight's the women's finals. Right, and I will watch that. I did watch some of the men's. And it made me very anxious. Did you see the guy get the rebound, gather, and get it to the guard? No. That was the main thing I wanted you to see. Oh, I have not seen that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're so what did you see? What me. did you see? I saw some basketball. Okay. Okay. I okay. All right, Wayne. I don't know why I'm being withholding, but what I saw when I had turned on the basketball channel or the, or mm-hmm. whatever channel was holding was playing basketball. There was some sort of like hoop competition where they were just shooting basketballs. There was some kind of like free throw contest, and that I think what you might have been watching was the skills competition that they do have that weekend. Okay, yeah, I think it was the skills competition. Okay, so you didn't watch a game. No, I watched a little snippet of of a game that was like on my DVR. Okay. Yeah, I still need to watch it. Have you seen? Uh... I watched last night. One of the reasons I was up, I watched the game. Mm-hmm. I watched some of the post game coverage, and um, tried to pick up some coaching tips. Oh, yeah. What do you think of like? Uh, what if? What if we had comment? Or what do you? What do you? What do you call the people who call a game? Those are the announcers. Sportscasters or announcers? Yeah. We should probably get some of those for our team, right? No. <laughs> You, this is, you want to do everything except learn how to be a better basketball player. <laughs> That's what yeah. you should be concentrating on, yeah. learning how to be a better basketball player. Yeah. I have a cake pan that's shaped like a ball. <laughs> I can bring a, bring a cake. I've emailed the league about whether or not I can sell cookies at the games. They said no. Of course. Yeah. Um, I brought something for you. From? From the internet. I mentioned this uh, a few weeks ago. This is the uh, DNA kit oh, to let me, test your, let test me your see. DNA. Yeah. It's very exciting. Ancestry We're, DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so after after the show, yeah. I'll have you spit into that tube 
and we'll mail it in. We'll this see is the greatest. This is a great gift. Yeah. This Isn't is fun? phenomenal. Yes. Also, fun so news. Turns, I accidentally haven't mailed can I open in my this, yet. Can I open the box? Yeah. I just want to see. So for those listening at home or in their car, it's a white box. <laughs> for those that aren't you and me and Dustin. Yes. <laughs> and Ancestry DNA. Is the there's a little I have to take out a key. Okay. Welcome. <laughs> Activate kit online. Gather DNA. This is what I want you to do when you're rebounding is gather the basketball. And gather the other players' DNA. No, and then gather their DNA and then try to get the ball to our guard, right? Remember that? I also need to learn what these positions are. Jose. Oh, we have to activate the digital code online. <laughs> okay. Fill the tube with saliva to the black wavy line. Fill the tube with saliva, not including bubbles. <laughs> no, There's, not including bubbles. Well, it's tube. very fun giving you gifts. <laughs> fill the tube into your saliva, not including bubbles, is at or just above the wavy line. I don't know why there's not a straight line, but it's okay. It's easy. It's less than a quarter of a teaspoon. Remember mm -hmm. you said it might be even a tablespoon. Right. Do not overfill. Right. Mm. Already, I'm like I feel like my mouth is starting to salivate. Are you gonna Are you gonna spit into it right now? No, 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 no. Okay. I mean, there's, there's there's a lot to do here. Yeah. Okay. Tighten and re oh, replace the funnel with the cap. <laughs> Why are you reading the direction? Wait. <laughs> and then tighten to release the stabilizing fluid. There's yeah, fluid it's pretty that, neat. Yeah. that stabilizes your saliva. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a neat thing. Shake the tube for at least five seconds. <laughs> It sounds like a rave. It sounds like a rave. <laughs> you know when you get those glow things and you have to, sh oh, no, you just and, break them, right? Yeah, you just break them. You, just, you don't um, shake them? That's why, that's why everyone was staring at you like that at a rave. <laughs> uh, what I wouldn't give to see you at a rave. Uh, what would uh, you wear to a, to a rave, Wayne? I don't know. You know, something fluorescent, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't what they wear? You know what they, they wear? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. Thank you so much. Thank You're you welcome. so much. I can't wait to uh, to not only spit <laughs> into this because um, I have a thing where I um, I'm not good at spitting. Oh. You know the way some kids, like even earlier on, I noticed some kids were really good at spitting, and I noticed like, yeah. baseball players are phenomenal at it. Yeah, is that, like they is spit. That because some kids are filled. I don't know. No, they, aren't baseball players good at it because they're spitting tobacco? No, I mean, some are, but some are just or like... Seeds just, or... Yeah, just, I don't know. I just see some people are like good at like spitting all the time and I'm just never good at it. Hmm. Like, like I remember we even had contests when I was a kid. Like kids could really spit for distance oh. and accuracy. What a poor, and I was poor neighborhood you must have grown up in. Oh, is that, is that your takeaway? <laughs> Just imagine, like, what are we going to do today? Well, what do we have on us? It was spit. spit. And then we're going to kick a can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to steal something out of, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I was I was not good at it. I, re, uh, I remember once I had a commercial mm. where I had to eat in the commercial. Oh, fami for, I'm familiar. You are. With eating? Oh, yeah. All right. But in a commercial, I don't know if you know this, it was called Zapatites. A product that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I wonder why. Okay. Zapatites. Is it a? Can I guess what it is? Yes, do it. Is it as a? Is it a diet bar? As a matter of fact, nailed it. If ah. you wanted to be wrong, like that's completely wrong. <laughs> oh man. Well, I didn't want to be wrong, so I guess I didn't nail it. No. 
One more time. Zapatites. Um, well, it sounds like Zappos.com. So it's it's a it's a website where you can go online and order a meal plan. Okay. I think this might even be in pre-internet. This wow. was microwavable food that you oh, could zap. Zapatites. Yeah, what zappa. <laughs> so zapatites. Oh, by the way. If it was like Frank Zappa's Zapatites, that would be really cool. Okay, here's the the sad part of this story. Mm-hmm. Zapatites did a they wanted young comedians. This was this is like early '90s. They were yeah. like wanted young comedians. The comedy boom had just kind of ended, but advertising was lagging behind. So this, <laughs> so they scoured for young comics to be do these Zapatites, and they hired three young comedians. Uh oh. You ready? Who they were? Yeah. Um, and there was also a woman, I can't remember her name, but the three guys they hired were Wayne Fetterman, uh-huh. Adam Sandler, and uh-huh. Tim Allen. Those are the three. Why is that sad? Because all of them, <laughs> they're millionaires and I'm not. Oh, come on. you're fame eligible. I'm fame, exactly. <laughs> I'm star eligible. No, I didn't mean yourself? it was sad. I just thought it was interesting. No, that is that is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So none of also us. Also, one of those was really, oh, you guys are also different. That's pretty good casting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I still know the director of those commercials, um, Steve. So, uh, so what you have to do, and you can interrupt at any time, you bite into the Zapatite. It was like a burger or something. Mm. Chew. Mm, just delicious. Cut. Don't swallow. Spit it into something called a spit bucket. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of this happening. I've yeah. not witnessed it. That was my first time doing that. Was it the actual, were you eating the actual Zapatite mm-hmm. meal? How was it? It was very good. It was like a, but I, yeah. you know my taste. Right, uh, right, it's, right. Uh, I think it was the microwave. I've never seen the spot. It's one of the few I've never seen. Mm. So, um, but uh, Zapatites. But I remember once I tried to spit out the window of my car. <laughs> And the window is rolled up. No, 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 not that move. Not that, come on, <laughs> oh. please, please. I've, I've done that. You've done that. I well, I threw up. I threw up. Okay, all right. Just, but that's involuntary, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I'm trying to spit out the window, and I thought I could do it. I didn't even do because you don't want to do it when it's you're driving because you right. hit the wall of wind and it can mm-hmm. kind of like trampoline back in. Jeez. Oh, I don't even know if that's a thing, but I always feel like... <laughs> the wall of wind. You know, by your yeah. window. Yeah, so yeah. I stopped, spit, but because I'm terrible at spitting, it kind of went in the crack where the window goes down. Oh. Yeah. And I could have... So I could it's never a proje- roll... It's a, it's a tongue strength thing. I don't know what it is. I just feel like I just am not good at so that. So is it just dribble when you try to... It's not... <laughs> I can spit, but it just, there's no distance. There's no distance. <laughs> So anyway, I spit, and then it went down in the window, and then I was like, I couldn't roll up that window again. Really? No, I could, but it was, like, horrible looking. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so, I'm bad, like a... so I'm bad at spitting. Bad at spitting. But I'm good at other things. Well, name one. One thing I'm good at. Um, When you were a kid, like, what would the kids say? Like, ah, well, you know, Bobby can spit and and Joey can uh, can climb trees. Old Wayne here, no, he can. can. I mean, I could do the normal, like, you know. Were you a catch. fast runner? Can, no, not fast. But I could catch. I can throw and catch pretty well. Right. And we know that you have pool tricks that you could sit at the bottom of a pool. Obviously. Sit yeah. at the bottom of a pool. <laughs> yeah. That's another one. I can. Pretty good swimmer. I'm pretty good at. Ping pong. Oh. 
Oh, what does that mean? Is that is that a challenge? Oh, uh, I, I it could be. That was that was a. Oh, that's interesting. I'm very good at shooting pool. Oh, uh oh. Yeah. I <laughs> I have said some very disparaging things on other podcasts about people who are good at shooting pool. Why? I don't know. I, I, What's what? What? You're the first person I've met who I liked who's who claims to be good at pool. Well. Well, tell me, tell me what it's about. Who have you met? What does that just, mean? Just, just, I just find that like people in general that are quote unquote good at pool that talk about being good at pool are bad at being nice, cool people. people. Yeah, because it's like if it's, I mean, you, you, you would never qualify as this kind of person. But if your identity is, I'm great at pool. Yeah, then, yeah, then that's I'm, not my identity. Like I'm that. great at catching. That's more my identity. <laughs> <laughs> you can throw me a ball. I'm good at catching it. I'm good at catching too. I, I love playing catch. That's one of my favorite things almost like a puppy even even when like with like a lemon or an orange you throw wait you play catch with a puppy <laughs> no i said i'm like a puppy oh i see how happy yeah. yeah yeah i i i love it too yeah i've never played catch with a puppy i'm having trouble training my puppy right now house training not going are well. you going to have to hire somebody i hope not i'm just gonna have to try i think i just have to be more strict I don't know. We're is that tough for you? Being strict? Um not not necessarily. It's it's more annoying because I'd like to I'd like things to just be relaxed, but this puppy I think has to be more strictly crate trained, which is annoying and frustrating for both of us. Well, look. That's what happens. <laughs> I have no I have no sympathy. You bought the dog. <laughs> I have no sympathy. <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm not, not, not looking for it. Hi, everybody. I hope that you are enjoying this episode of Human Conversation. We have another iTunes comment of the week. These are wonderful. Uh, this comment is from Dirtwurst. This is truly a human conversation. Aaron and Wayne are two smart, very funny people whose familiarity with one another is at that perfect level where they know each other enough enough to know they're pretty keen on one another but also know little enough that there's a lot for each other to learn the two aren't entirely comfortable with one another which makes for fairly frequent vaguely farcical super entertaining misunderstandings this is definitely the least structured podcast i've ever heard the only thing approaching a quote-unquote segment is at the beginning of each episode when they take a minute to offer corrections and notes regarding the matters discussed in the previous episode and it's absolutely delightful this is about as genuine as podcasts get Thank you so much, Dirtwurst. I really appreciate that, and I'm sure Wayne does as well. Uh, we also have a an email that came into our Human Conversation podcast at Gmail podcast, and this is from doo -doo -doo, Ian. Ian, uh, Ian writes, Dear Wayne and Aaron, or whoever's job it is to screen the emails, I'm usually not one to write into things I watch slash listen to, but human conversation is an exception precisely because I don't really think of your show as a show. It feels like sitting down with two friends I've known for decades and chatting, which isn't even really possible since I'm 18. So it's an interesting feeling. Boy, that was a run-on sentence. Anyway, lately I've become something of a podcast addict, and honestly, this one might be my favorite just because of how simplified it is. Okay, I'll stop gushing now. I'm starting to embarrass myself. I suppose I'll briefly comment that I was a little upset at the idea that straight men are some, somehow less expressive 
from the conversation about reading dead dead people's journals. But then again, I was in theater in high school, and there did seem to be a correlation between being gay and being a really good actor. So what do I know? I, I really let this email run away from me a bit. Oh, well, I guess it fits, fits the show. Just wanted to thank you for the podcast. I've been a little down lately and has genuinely improved my mood. Thanks, Ian. Thank you, Ian. Uh, thank you so much for the nice words. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't saying that um, that uh, straight straight people are straight men are are less expressive. I was more I was more thinking of I was I was it was a very simple thought along the lines of someone having a secret like their like their sexuality, which is like a I don't know a very general dumb thing. So keep on writing in. All right, we also have a listener email. If you would like to send us an email. Our address is humanconversationpodcast at gmail.com. And um, keep on keeping on. Let's get back to the show. Now, you have two dogs, right? Yeah. Is there any, is there a power struggle? Uh, nope. Nope, nope. They, they really like each other. Hey, you shot a tag for community. Yes. How was that? I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it because it's oh, okay. like a secret thing. Oh yeah, okay. So I mean, we can say that. All but right. It's, uh, it was very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thrilled. I was thrilled. So I don't know if you were involved with that or not, but I thought you must have been. Well, I, I think. Well, I have. I, I've been only in that I've been talking you up lately, but that was all DM. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I, um, I did when you texted me. Thank you. I'm doing something for community. I thought that they were totally wrapped, and I thought that somehow, like, maybe your agent had made a mistake or something. Oh, no. And so I immediately texted Dan. I was like, please tell me you're still <laughs> shooting community. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. going to be a, 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 sad, a sad thing. Um, I, I won one of these diaries off eBay. All right. You know my <laughs> first question. First of all, you know my first question. You know it. Um. Yeah. It's not the dream. No, give me the number. Give me the number. What was the winning bid? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I I really don't remember. Give me a ballpark. <sighs> I'm I get it. I get it. You're embarrassed at $150 sneakers. Your Air Jordans. <laughs> um, I think it was Is between it over- 75 and $100. So less than the Jordans. Less than the Let me Jordans. See Let me see it. So this is a diary. It's by F.S. Betts. It's a man who lived in Pasadena. And he he's interesting because he has these clippings from each day. And he writes down the weather and what he did every day and news stories. And he's he, got that smell. He's mm-hmm. got that old. Oh. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I I really wanted it because it had all the uh, all the news all the news clippings. But it's pretty crazy to have a have a real human diary. I thought you were looking for. This doesn't look like a teenager's diary. No, it's not. I mean, that's the dream. That's the dream as a teenager's diary. It has not happened yet. So, what years is this? Fifty-five. This is pre-Fetterman. This is all pre-Fetterman. Um, business people set the style in colorful gay 90s costumes. That's when gay mm-hmm. meant cheerful. Yeah. This looks good. 
six. Yeah, it's pretty so interesting. How many, the death uh, of Einstein is in there. It is. That's the year he died, 55, huh? Yeah. It's interesting. It's It seems almost like a relative of his made him do it because he was going senile. I may be looking too much into it, but his handwriting is kind of wobbly, and it seems like he's a little bit older. And also there are a couple of entries where he has clippings of people that he went to school with, mm-hmm. but they're like older, older men. And he'll say, this is an old school chum of mine. He was elected city council. Wow. This is hard. It's so funny because I know like I don't write in cursive and I know he does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I heard that cursive is on its way out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you write? Can you write in cursive? I can write in cursive. I don't really. I'll write in cursive for like a thing, like I'm doing r- some sort r- of thing, like an art project. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like this uh, Tilda Swinton T-shirt that I made this morning. <laughs> well, was that at the hospital? Yes. You made a T-shirt. For I designed it. I designed a T-shirt because I I love Tilda Swinton and I. Did I've you been see drawing the movie? That train movie. What was that called? She was just in. Yes, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. I did not care for it. Guess what? What? I agree with you. Uh-oh. And one of the few movies I've walked out of. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. That's interesting. Why yeah. did you walk out? Well, I was with I was with a girl. Uh-huh. And we were watching it, and about an hour in, I was just like, this is terrible. Yeah. Like your podcast, not the, the name of your podcast. <laughs> and the, no, just like speech. the content. No, no, no. That's not what I meant at all. <laughs> this feels terrible. And I just was like, I think you have to walk out. I think, and she was like, yeah, let's get out of here. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm, no, glad, no. I'm glad she said that instead of, uh, I'm going to stay and wait. No, no, no. She was, she was like, because we kept looking at each other like, is this what's happening? Yeah. And then finally, we're like, do you want to? And she's like, yes. I was hoping you were going to say that. Because hmm. it's why hard. Did, why did you not like it? Everything, everything <laughs> about it. I thought the the I didn't like the way it was shot. I didn't like the way it was acted. I didn't like the story. The story made no sense to me whatsoever. How could this yeah, train the... keep going around without any track? <laughs> Somebody people maintenance on the tracks makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, makes no sense. They have a machine that can keep going. Why don't you just put that on land and start? To, I don't know. <laughs> it was all about. It was. It was. God, that was. That was a train wreck. That, so, um, yeah. But she was, even she, I didn't think was that good in that. Um, and you love her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought she was fine. I mean, that whole movie, I've just, I, I watched it Don't after tell. a million people told me it was amazing. Hmm. Don't tell you what. No, no, no. Did you watch it on demand on like yes. your laptop? No, I watched it. I on watched TV? it on demand, but on, on. Yes, yeah, I saw TV. it in a theater. And yeah. obviously we walked out, so it was in a theater. Well, yeah, that's right. Because I, I was wondering if maybe I wasn't paying enough attention to it because I was probably doing something else while I was watching it. I know people who love <clears> – <throat> I'm sorry, my voice. <clears throat> I'm bad at clearing my throat. Just it's one of the things I was good <laughs> at catching. I'm bad at mm-hmm. clearing throat. Ah. I don't have – you know the way some people can immediately like <clears throat> and do yeah. it? I can't. Interesting. I know. Don't have a lot of control um, over. Your... I wonder if it's has connected to my spitting. Yeah, of course. I never it is. thought about it until yeah. today. Oh wow! Oh my god! So um, <laughs> yeah, I do know a lot of people that love that film. Love that film. So I'm not saying it's objectively sure. a bad movie. I'm just saying subjectively right. it didn't hit me. Did you see Going Clear? 
Not yet, but I did see the jinx. Yeah. What did, did you think did of the jinx? Did you see that? I did. Spoiler alert. I don't know. It was a spoiler. I mean, it's been out a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, I'm just saying. Just saying. Well, yes, I, I did. Mixed, I, I was obsessed with that. I loved mixed it. Mixed feelings about the jinx. Ah. Go on. <laughs> um, well. You don't think he did it. No, it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it looks like he obviously did it. But that's not the point. The point is, I don't like documentaries. I don't even know if it's a documentary. I don't even know what's going on with documentaries. Right, like the investigative reporting you don't really like? I didn't mind that. I don't like any reenactments in a documentary. Really? Yeah, oh, but I thought they were so masterfully what? done in I the I thought jinx. just the opposite. Interesting. I thought they were... Like watching Dateline or one of the or Snapped oh, on Oxygen. Interesting. I thought they were. I thought they really? were beautiful. Yeah, I thought they were really good. The like one. The, were, which one? Give me the, just um, a shot. The one with the with his friend and the author in California with the dogs. Her shot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was the slow motion getting yeah, shot in like the back the, of the, the head. The blood. Uh, there was like a blood flowing yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked him, and I liked the the still shots of the crime scenes the quote-unquote crime scenes i thought were really good like when they would just show like a room as if it was was the room but obviously they had to recreate it right i don't like anything like that oh man i feel like that's breaking the rules of documentary but i might be wrong i might be a purist and i'm open to having my mind expanded Hmm. in this regard not like i mean it's a a tool i'm saying yeah but i'm saying it's the opposite of what a documentary is to you to me, yes, yeah. yes. To me, it's the opposite of what. Like, I feel like it's now you're manipulating the audience. It's well, think, that's what every documentary is. There's no documentary I, that doesn't. I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you 100. percent But I still feel like you still have to use talking heads or mm-hmm. you know the actual information. Well, and you have to pick your story. For example, of with the Jinx. Yes. Um. Did you know, and they left this out of the documentary just because they, I don't know why they left this out. Maybe because it would kind of confuse the story a little right. bit Am more. I going to be confused right now? No, I don't think so. But Even, um, I, these, I know what's happening right now. You're saying words. You're about to tell me something. Yes. So I'm not confused. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's so, Wade, you like oscillate between like being eight years old and 90 <laughs> and 25. Just like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Go. It's, no, it's delightful. It's just so weird. But no, it's not that weird. It's no, it's it's really just delightful. Um, he, what's the name of that guy? The killer. Yeah. Um, come on, Wayne. This is, um, I just saw it. Durst. Durst. Robert Durst. Okay. Yes. So Robert Durst, when he was from the time he was a kid, or like the New York Times put a. Uh, uh, published this really great article about him adding more information yes. to the story. And they, they interviewed the brother. And I guess, like, he's had – there's this thing with dogs. Like, ever since he's been a kid, like, when he was a kid, he would, like, kill his dogs. Uh-huh. And then as an adult, he would only have dogs for, like, six months at a time. He always named them the same name. And his brother thinks that he – killed the dogs when he was younger because he was, like, practicing killing people, which I think is maybe a little... T- I think you th- uh, that alone, he could have just killed dogs because he... Right. Had, a lot of yeah. us just kill dogs. Exactly. <laughs> right. <Cool. laughs> no, a lot of us who end up killing people start with dogs. A lot of people, people, yes. A lot of us who kill people do start with dogs. But some of us don't start with dogs. 
What did just, you start with? I just started. You're just I, breaking eggs? No, 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 no. It wasn't eggs or that. I, mm-hmm. I would just, uh, just with anger. Uh-huh. I would start with internal anger. Oh, I see. And then okay. I would fixate. But you wouldn't, okay. And then I'd fixate, and then I'd have to kill somebody. How would you kill somebody if you had to kill somebody? Ah, uh, if I had to kill somebody. Well, yeah. it all depends. Secretly or... Or like Secretly. I wonder, like I want to get, or it's like, oh, I got to kill Hitler before the thing. Mm, okay. Um, and what is the thing in that scenario? The World War Two. Really? <laughs> Not. <laughs> I mean, what age do you kill Hitler? I know that's a good question. Like you could be. My friends you... the Birthday Boys did a very funny sketch about that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they go back in time to kill Hitler, and, and they they, they have trouble. to keep on. Well, they have to keep on going back further and further because they see him doing terrible, terrible things <laughs> until they get to him being like a baby, yeah, and then what... they don't kill him because he's a baby. You can't kill that's a baby. Funny. Uh, yeah, it's a great sketch. Yeah. What What age do you kill Hitler? I don't know what age I killed. I would think once he, uh, after he invaded Poland, maybe. (laughs) That would be 1939, I believe that is. I wouldn't do it before then. I mean, then he's just like, you know, who knew? Right. What if someone gave, like, instead of, if you you couldn't kill Hitler, but they're like, you can do something else. Like humiliate like, him? No, like you can give him at fifteen years. Like when he's fifteen, you could come down in like robes. What, this is what I would do. If I couldn't ki- kill Hitler, but I wanted to change history, I would, um, I would find him when he was like fifteen, and I would be wearing like a white robe and angel wings, and I would give him a treasure map. Right. Okay. That would probably change his life. Maybe. maybe. Would, yeah. Maybe. He seemed to be fixated on things. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that, but uh, I'm going to read white robes and a treasure map. Yeah, oh. it's stupid. No. It's, Everything I'm saying is stupid. No, you're tired. You just were at the hospital. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. But the question on the table was still, how would you kill somebody? Yes. Let's say, how would you kill somebody if you wanted to get away with it? Well, I think I would like to, I think, <laughs> I don't know, I've never really thought about it. I've never really, I've more thought about how I would like to die or wouldn't like to die right. than on how I would like to kill somebody. But now you have to decide how you would kill somebody. Well, this is off the top of my head. This is right. just some riffing. I, I'm yeah. sure there's better ways than sure. what I'm about to say. But I assume poison. Mm. I assume poison. I don't think I'd like to stab or shoot or right. be near it when it's all going down. Did you see Game of Thrones? You know I don't watch that show. Right. Okay. Well, poison can be pretty violent. Yeah, but if I'm not near it, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You mean like somebody beats you up and forces you to eat poison? (laughs) No, no. Like they don't want to drink it and you're like violently pushing it down their throat? No, I mean like like poison that that makes you like convulse. Yeah, yeah. sure. It's horrible. You're foaming from the mouth. How would you administer the poison? How would you get the person to I think I'd just sneak it in the food. Sneak it in the food? Just the classic way. Okay, if you wanted to poison me, it's that like you're not preparing my food ever. Would you bring me a sandwich? Like what would you do? No, what I might do is I might put some poison on the brim of a green hat <laughs> that would get in through Uh-oh. your get in through your pores <laughs> but how we... <laughs> so I'm hoping you would touch it at some point mm. 
or the or the inside rim that maybe it would go into. But your then forehead. when they would, <laughs> but then when they saw this like red line of fire across her head, and then looked at the hat, it's obviously poison. They'd be like, "Where did she get the hat?" And they're and Dustin's like, "Here's a hat." <laughs> right, I'm not saying that we'd be good at murder. I hope I don't have to. I don't hope I don't have to murder anyone. I but in the war, you know, because because as a guy, you think about being in war. And I know that sounds sexist, but that's just, when I was a kid, it was like men were army men. Uh-huh. There was no army women. The army men. That's what we played with. Uh, I think I would be better. I'd be, I think I'd be not good at, like, knifing or bayoneting. Right. But I do Violent. think, back oh. to what I was saying, I think I'd be good at grenade throwing. <laughs> I think I could kill. Yeah, I could kill okay. somebody with a grenade because then you're like, you throw and then you duck down. It's like how the would you, coward. How would you deal with like carrying around grenades though? Like worried that they'd accidentally yeah. blow up. My, yeah, I would worry about that. But there's two, you know, there's two parts to it. There's the pin mm-hmm. and then the actual grenade itself. So you take the pin oh. out of the grenade, you're still holding on. There's like a a spring loaded trick uh, lever. Right. So that, so you take the pin out, you still have to let go of the lever, and then it's a number of seconds before it goes off. And you can't take the pin out unless you're holding down the right, thing. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's pretty. All right. It's pretty, but I think I would be good at grenade throwing. I don't know if I'd be good at snipering because I, um, I, I just don't know. I don't know if I would have the, I just feel like there's a, like my eyesight isn't that good. I'm a little too Jewish with the. <laughs> Did you celebrate Easter? No, no, I didn't celebrate it. <laughs> Did you celebrate the day before Easter? The Passover? Yeah. No, I didn't do anything. I've got. I told. I've gotten very unreligious. Mm. But as I told you before, I'm not anti-religious. I'm right. actually pro-religion. Do you know what Easter is? Well, like, of course. This is what I. This is what I know. Mm-hmm. This is what I know. It's two days after Good Friday, which obviously we've heard a million jokes about. Why was this good? What was good about this day? Mm-hmm. Um, Zaptini's own <laughs> Wayne Futterman. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's the day Jesus came back from the dead, right? Came out of that cave or rock or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, guys, guess what? Guess what, Romans <laughs> slash Jews who set up the whole thing? Mm-hmm. I'm back, and I'm yeah. better than ever. Now, now, what do you have to say? Based on right. gospels that were written years later, or or not written, were told years later. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, is that am I close? Yeah. Do you know Do you know how he proved? I love this. He, I love this. <laughs> no, I'm into theology. Go ahead. So, um, so Mary and Mary is his mom. Uh huh. Yep. And Mary Magdalene. That's the prostitute he hung out with. Yep. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know something. <laughs> I think it's Mary Magdalene. They they go. Wait, they, so they're both called Mary. Was yeah. that a popular name back then? Because it seems like the two women in life are both named Mary. Right. I wonder if that was their actual name, though. It might just be like the. Oh, I see what, what you're saying. It's a sign to them. Let me ask you this: Have you ever been to a male prostitute? Um. God, let me rack my brain. <laughs> no, I meant how many male prostitutes? Oh, <laughs> what if I had? <laughs> No, and what a nightmare. No. Well, what if that male prostitute had the same name as your dad? <laughs> That's what Jesus had to deal with. <laughs> I, Think oh, about boy. it. The yeah. same exact name. What's your dad's name? 
Charlie. Yeah. You were like, uh, yeah, I think I'd like to hire <laughs> Charlie for a couple days. I mean, I think there. I think if, if if at the point when I'm hiring a male prostitute, I don't think I care what his name is. I don't you think don't? I care what my name is. <laughs> you wouldn't care. That would. Would no. you be able to marry somebody named Charlie? Um, pro- if, eh? not if eh? they not if he looked like eh? my dad. That might be a little too much. Okay, so let's say he's not black. Let's. <laughs> What is that joke? <laughs> that means your dad's black. <laughs> no, I see, but like what? <laughs> but there, that makes it sound like there's something wrong with being black. That's there so isn't. Any, I know. No, <laughs> so, uh... did you stay up all night? Yes, I stayed oh, up, but right. not for anything because I watched the Jinx and then Sinatra, and then I watched some of the post-game interviews because I'm always fascinated oh. at the the just the devastation of losing that game for Wisconsin was just. Amazing. Why are they so devastated? Well, because it's like it's a huge dream to win that tournament as a basketball player. Why? Because it is the ultimate prize for a collegiate athlete and for a basketball player. And there is a certain sports immortality, which obviously in a few hundred years no one's going to care. But uh, but yeah. Most everybody loses. Right. 68 teams start, one wins the tournament. Right. So then, why would you be sad? I don't. Well, know. This is a stupid. I mean, because is, you become. I'm going to go down a line where people who like sports will, will no, no, start no. to hate why? me. But it's a frustrating thing. Tell for me. me. You you feel like if you lose, you should be just as happy as if you win. No, I I think that. Well, this is just the extreme of that. Like the right. most happiness and the most sadness would be losing, especially the way they lost so close like that. Yeah. And they were kind of the better team, believe it or not. But uh, but that's you know that's sports. That's why we play the game, <laughs> and that's why I love sports like more than you know obviously Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> I'd rather watch that than the Game of Thrones. That's I see. you see, yeah. And you don't get it at all. You just feel like you shouldn't be sad. You're just like, yeah, we played. No, we did. I I. Which should be amazing that it. we made it all the way that far. No, what I don't, I know I get it. The, the thing that I do not get is the um, when when people are insane over the win or the loss because it is or like. Are you talking the, about the players or fans? Uh, I guess more so fans. Okay. Yeah, but even just like because I because I am captain of the team, I've been watching a lot of inspirational captain speeches. I love it. And, and I'm like preparing myself, but then in all the speeches, they're like, you know, we they're talking about like how much like they deserve to win, and it's just it's something that you can't really you can't totally control, and it seems like a I, weird thing to focus on. I agree with you 100. percent You should read about John Wooden is the guy you should read about. He's okay. He's won more championships than any other college coach, and he never talked about winning. Mm. He was always about doing your job and being in the moment and all of that kind of stuff. And well, that's I don't great. know if he said being in the moment, but it was all about <laughs> doing your task and like that's that's what you should be concentrating on because winning and losing is out of your control, but you have right, to right. do your best when you're out there. And then, yeah, yeah, he supposedly never said, talked about winning games, which is weird because I watched the Maryland coach mm-hmm. and she was in the, the final four and she lost to... Um, to uh, Yukon in the women's and she was her spe- I watched her speech and I just didn't think it was good she was like we're gonna write our story 
we're going to be, you deserve to be champions. Like, I don't know if that helps. I think that she should more be saying, make sure you box out number 23, because that will help us win a game. Make, you know, keep your head in the game, you know, don't, you know, I know you're going to be nervous because you're on television, but make sure we run the same sets that we ran against, you know, Virginia when we played them earlier this year. It seems like there are so many more important and attainable victories. Yes. Such as, like, let's. Like, like the the let's victory. Let's wear glitter. Of, let's, let's wear glitter. <laughs> no, but like, like we're like finding how you work together as a team. Yes. And and like you were saying, like appreciating like the something I really responded to in practice was you saying like it's a beautiful game and that that I'm like oh great yeah that's, oh it that's is great because then you if even if you win if you're a, if you win and you are miserable I mean you know you know what I'm saying of course I love it I can't wait to. <clears throat> Can't wait. To... <clears throat> I'm bad at this. Can't wait to hear these speeches. That's their show. Feral Audio. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. (laughs) The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.